John Ozelay is a fantastic comedian I've been following for a number of years. He's soon to have two albums out, right, Jono? Yeah, well, I already have the one out. I don't mean to drop, like, we're gonna, not going to drop two on you. <laughs> not a double whammy, just the one, the second, the sophomore album, as they call it, in high school. A total of two. We want to yes. make it clear. Yes. Uh, when is that coming out? April 1st, April Fool's Day. <clears throat> I don't know which time zone, but yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it'll be a nice fun prank whenever it shows up. Uh, but it is actually coming. Yeah. <laughs> midnight Oil is, is the name of, the, of this album. Yeah, heard, it should come out on midnight, shouldn't it? Yeah. I've heard a little bit of it, and I just wondered whether uh, now I've moved away from the screen I wanted. Uh, now I'll stop doing that then because I was going to share a screen of yeah. the band Midnight Oil. Now I oh, yeah. Because they're legendary in Australia and somewhat legendary in alternative scenes. Here's the boys about 20 years ago. Here's the boys about 30 years ago, or one of the boys, Peter Garrett, the main boy. And here's them, looks like a couple of weeks ago. Oh, boy. Yeah. Looks like we're uh, going to be releasing albums at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're not. But uh, I've seen them in a in a paddock uh, or field, you might say, uh, about three weeks ago, and they're still pretty, still pretty good, even after all these years, even though they're in their late sixties, early seventies. Yeah, did they still so play the hits? They play all the hits. They're a fantastic uh, band. But anyway, moving on from that, you could only call ever call it a joquette. Um, tell <laughs> us a little bit about getting. Uh, Midnight all together because you could never be accused of being prolific on the album front. Oh no! Uh, yeah, I gotta <laughs> gotta wait. I actually had plans. Uh, yeah, I recorded it last um, October in Colorado um, at this really great club called the Comedy Fort, um, which actually opened during the pandemic, which is a really cool space. And I think there's been like an album recorded there every other week since then. It's such a cool room, um, and I was <clears throat> initially planning on recording this album in april 2020 um but i had a thing i uh, had a little bit of a, a snafu there um so i had to put it off for a little over a year um and th i thought like i was gonna i rescheduled it like oh it'll be post pandemic but it turned out to be like right between two deadly spikes so i actually got lucky that it even you know i felt like i was snatching this album out of a you know tomb about to collapse on me and boulder was chasing me in the form of variants and disease spread yeah it's tricky um do you have a sort of a tone for this album yeah i mean it's like it started it was, it's a little bit different than if i would have recorded i guess uh pre uh pre-pandemic uh so i've it has a more like reflective um like oh we're all kind of going through it together i don't talk specifically about the pandemic although i do have a pandemic story in it because i got engaged during the pandemic so like there's a whole new element to me as a long-term uh relationship guy now i'm a wife guy i got married um oh, and I recorded right thank you i recorded the album right like weeks before i got married um so i'm like <clears throat> it's reflecting of that like changing life that, you know, like we all had our lives are lives are different now post pandemic in every way. And this is just another way that mine is, is the fact that I'm now married 
and have a dog. Uh, and so it's, it's, there's those family elements to changing life, but it is also just like, and our society is way different now. And it, it's uh, a little bit in there too. It is. It's, it's way different, but really the same at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm, I'm finding. Did you mm-hmm. manage to avoid all strains of COVID so far? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to jinx it. I know BA2 is going around these days, mm. but uh, the, yeah, I've, I've so far batting a thousand. I have not caught COVID and hopefully never will, but we'll see. I, uh, if I've had it, I didn't notice and I didn't pass it on to, you know, pass right. it on to anyone in the household. So, uh, you know, I, I think I probably, uh, eked by but do you think you had like a couple of days where you're a bit like oh should i get a test do you think you might have accidentally got it at a couple of points there is a time where <clears throat> i definitely like um actually leading up to the wedding because it was like so stressful and like your body is ah, yeah. you know, like you know re- reflecting all that stress so i thought like oh this is great i'm gonna like ruin our wedding by getting covid the day before and so like i had this like tickle in the back of my throat and like i felt a little like i had some you know chills and like aches and stuff like that but it was just stress and like i, I did we took um tests like right before the wedding to make sure we didn't infect anyone um because actually i went to a wedding a month or two before mine where the groom had had caught covid the week before and he had to be in like a, one of those bubble tents at his own <laughs> wedding <laughs> which was hilarious yeah it was actually kind of fun like overall, like they did a really good job adjusting to it, but like they had to have their like vow exchange outside and distanced and didn't get to do a kiss in front of everyone. And then they're in inside at the little dance hall area. He was just like kind of on the patio in a bubble. Um, so people could come up to him. And then at the end, he kind of came in and like was still in his bubble and dancing with everyone. Um, so they made the, me- the most of it, but that was not the experience I was shooting for at my own wedding. <laughs> Gosh, that's certainly one to remember. Do you remember all of your wedding? Um, yes, I did. Although I did get very drunk at the wedding. So that there, um, it's oh, really sure. a cognitive feat that I've retained all of the memories. Um, and actually <laughs> it turned out to be pretty memorable. I did a, um, hybrid, like we did the vows the day before the reception. Um, cause we were, we did, we didn't want to make, have a big ceremony. We're not super religious. We didn't do it in a church or anything. We thought we'd like, Oh, we'll just do it at a, a park in like, um, dress in in non-formal but like still cool clothes so my groomsmen and i all wore um matching adidas track suits um you know track suits still a suit and so it was just like our closest friends and family wedding party essentially just came to a park to witness us exchange vows but the uh the big wedding industry wasn't gonna allow us to get a free one because they sent the cops on us. <laughs> the cops showed up 30 seconds into the ceremony and broke it up. They told us to leave. Um they were like they couldn't they couldn't just let it be. Um they <laughs> the thin the thin blue line was the something blue at the wedding. Um and so we had to move back. We just did an exchange vows in my courtyard, which was why, uh, why would any of that be illegal? It's it, their their excuses were so dumb. They said like, "Oh, someone called to complain." It's like, "There's no one in this park. Who's who's complaining?" It's like they see us in tracksuits. That's profiling. Ah, oh, the Jabberwockies are here. They're gonna do a, a big dance number or something. Oh, yeah, like it's, sure. it didn't it didn't make any sense. Um, and 
So, but, but we didn't want to like argue with them. Like I was ready to, but my wife was Don't like, argue with cops. Whatever. And because she wanted to get, she was fine with getting married at her house but to begin with. She's like, let's just keep it simple and do it in her yard. And like, of course, I had to like immediately amend my vows. It's like, on top of me loving her, she's always right. I didn't realize I would cause a big problem by trying to get married in a park. Um, so it was a <laughs> fun little adventure in our in my wedding as well. Yeah, I think the accepted um, norm in our town is that you approach the council, and and they're they're generally fine with it. They give you some conditions: no mm. killing, no uh, you know filling up pigeons with rice you know, the normal mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Yeah. Like they asked for a permit. Cause like it was at a art park that has a bunch of like architecture designed by like Frank Lloyd Wright or something. It was like, we can't have pictures here. I was like, you've already, we've already taken pictures. You're not, you're not deleting them from our phone. Um, yeah. They, they had some weird excuse, but. Well, look, that's quite a story. Yeah. Due to yeah. the uh, stress that you mentioned, I can remember very little of my wedding, except it being magical is the word. Mm-hmm. I wanna... Nice. Um, now it's better to have those fuzzy memories, probably. <laughs> it's a fuzzy is a good word. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't. Uh, I don't uh, drink alcohol. But, oh, really? Uh, you please continue to, um, uh, as is your. Because I will, but not because you told me to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's talk a little bit about you know the clip that everyone can uh, can hear from the oh, album sure. is the the crows clip. And yeah. I thought that was that was uh, really interesting for me because I live out in the country and we have crow family birds in the backyard. We mm. have a bird called a currawong, which is a uh, not an apex predator, a scavenger. And then we have magpies, which are uh, an, another scavenger type bird, and we have crows around the village, but they never come in the yard. What is your dad doing wrong? So, I great question because I'm sure it's something like something he is pretends, He pretends to be a victim of these crows that they're like, you know, I, I talk about how they like eat all the fruit off his fruit trees and they scare away other pretty songbirds, which is true. They do hunt other birds and everything. Yeah. But like, I think he took their nuisance as like an excuse to start some shit with uh, with an avian nemesis. So he he like did start shooting at them, and I think that's actually elevated and escalated the war to a point where like they're now mortal enemies and like he puts out little traps for them and like pretends he's going to feed them some stuff and then shoots them. it's really mean uh but like they are also kind of asshole birds so it's uh sure it's i actually like um do you do live stream video this not not live streaming, no. Okay, but you, you do take the you do show yeah. the video, yeah, post it. Like I do have the email he sent me because like the joke yeah. references that like after a, a while of trying uh, to hit the the crows, he finally did and sent me an email about it with the subject line first blood," and I just looked it up on my computer. It's not just for blood. It says it's snake oil and first blood because he was actually asking about my first album, Snake Oil, yes. and for me to bring copies to him. But here, I'll, I'll screen share um, a couple of the pics he um, sent, because he sent pictures, not of the dead crow, because he only winged it. <clears throat> it got away. But he did, um, like, he, it, you know, he has the, the blood that he's referring to is, like, so trigger warning. Oh, There's a picture funny. of blood from his, his handiwork here. 
Oh wait, you disabled screen sharing. Oh, never mind. I guess I can't do it. Oh no, uh, hang on. Uh, I didn't mean to. Where would I stop that from happening? Happening? Uh, Stop oh, video. Screen video, video, video settings. Is that going to be it? Probably. Share screen. Hmm. It's all right. This is great. Share individual with a show or share. Automatically share desktop. Oh, dear. oh no, Jono. What have I done here? It's fine. It's fine. All it is is just a <clears throat> little, little, uh, tiny splat, splatter of blood. Send me the pics. I'll, yeah. I'll insert them in. There we in go. the video. Yeah. So easy. And then I'll also make a note to Google how to not block people from sharing videos. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll forward you the email. Advanced sharing options. Here we are. Multiple participants okay. can share. There we are. I think I've done it. Hang on. Try that. Okay. Oh, yeah. There we go. Lovely. So there's the oh, gee, does it come up. There's the it's next to the hat for scale. My dad's a good photographer. He he uses his iPad as his camera. Um, but yeah, he put a blood splatter next to a hat to make sure I knew how blood oh my god puddle of blood was. But yeah, he uh, he winged it. It escaped into a cactus, I think. And uh, yeah, he. He got one, and then he's he's been on a tear ever since. It's it's definitely this war has many casualties. Yeah, so no crows in my back, backyard, not ever in any of the places I've, I've ever lived. So uh, two to blame takes two to tango. We would say. Uh, I mean, for sure. I mean, I've heard that like they you can become befriend the crows by um, feeding them unshelled peanuts. And they, I don't know they about that. All I've uh, seen a like a little clickbait thing come up that said crows might be the smartest animals out of all of the animals yeah and i didn't dangerous. read it but <laughs> what i like to do and just like other people i like to just adopt these things as absolutely 100 percent kosher and then tell other people for mm -hmm. fun i don't there really believe it I'm, and i see how many people i remember i had a girlfriend and she was lovely and but i convinced her that tasmania which is been a state of Australia and always has been is a different country. And I said, because Tasmania, it's not part of Australia. And she said, oh, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> but I always felt terrible. So, I, did, I, had, I had no idea. It's, I, is, <clears throat> it's like one of those things where, like, is Sri Lanka part of India or is it a separate thing? It's a, it's a separate thing, yeah. And, but Tasmania is a state of Australia? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But anyway... Because, but it sounds very just like a country. Tasmania. Oh, totally. Yeah. Would... As in Western Australia or South Australia, two of our other. They stayed up all night thinking up some of these names, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clearly states. <laughs> ah. Anyway, look, gosh, talk about going off in a tangent. I suppose that's what comedy is all about, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Um. People must be looking forward to this from you. Have you been able to get out and about much? Being a coming from your background, I bet you've been very careful. Um, sort of. I mean, I I definitely have been more cautious with COVID um, and doing less touring since. Really, I, I took a big break after the recording because that was my uh, wedding and then honeymoon in 
then Omicron hit in the holidays and everything like that. So we, I've just been performing for about a month now, um, coming out of the Omicron wave. And I've been really traveled anywhere, just doing shows around Los Angeles. And so I've been like promoting it there, but the, yeah, it's, it's been pretty tough to tour. Mm. Um, so to speak, I actually like, I should mention the, my, uh, honeymoon was supposed to be <clears throat> when we were originally planning, it was going to be to Australia and New Zealand. Oh, wow. We were, we were going to come do a little vacation tour, a little holiday over there. But that was, we were, we were thinking like we were planning our honeymoon in summer of, uh, 2020. We're like by fall, it'll be fine. Right. And then like, we looked into it. It was like, no, at least for another year that you guys aren't allowing, uh, the Yanks to come, to come across. It's so weird. Uh, like just people that, you're like you wouldn't ever thought of got it have just got it um because i work in the health industry and just mm. so many of them are are, uh, are taking the the week out mm. and uh have you heard from a neuroscience standpoint about uh, sequelae and you know problems with you know ongoing problems with covid have you heard anything at all i've definitely heard of long covid having neurological mm issues some of it even just sensory stuff like obviously people lose their taste and and stuff like that and taste and smell but um i haven't i don't I haven't looked into the research specifically about any like cognitive deficits which are like the most scary of course you don't want to have a brain fog indefinitely because you had a flu once um but it's yeah it's terrifying let's just wait and see <laughs> i know like it <laughs> i i you know <clears throat> obviously um as a scientist, I get frustrated with people who are spread conspiracy theories about the vaccine and so, so forth. But it's like, everyone's like, oh, we don't know the <clears throat> um, long-term effects of the vaccine. It's like, well, we do know the long-term effects of COVID and they seem to be horrific. <laughs> so probably want to avoid them at all costs. Yes. Yeah, so our government led um, in our state, led everyone out just before Christmas mm. um, for Christmas. And, uh, Omicron did not waste any time, and oh boy. it's it's been terrible, but not probably not any terrible than any other Western country, I suppose. But um, mm -hmm. what are you going to do? We'll get through this, and um, then we can approach climate change. Have you got any strong views on that? Let's have to stop oh, it. It's yeah. I mean, I actually do have so many ideas. Unfortunately, I have no power. Once yeah, once sure. once midnight oil goes platinum. <clears throat> then I then I'll go get uh, pour some of my hot royalty income into some you know growing bamboo and and mitigating uh, climate change carbon capture or something I don't know it we we need so like it seems like we are I don't know how close you pay attention to our politics but it seems we are like one or two holdouts in the Senate away from actually affecting any change. And it would be so great if one person would step up and make our apocalypse a little more pleasant. Mm. Uh, but so far, no dice. I so, think the Chinese nice. have got most of the tech we need if YouTube is anything to go by. I mean, we definitely, humanity has all of the tools to um, not quite solve the problem. We won't maybe necessarily get back to what ideal temperatures and climates would be like. But we could absolutely tackle this problem together and make it just um, as good, livable as possible. And the only thing holding us back is cooperation uh, and 
overcoming political corrupt uh, practices. And I don't think, like, I think we're, we'll, we'll get, make it to Mars before we get a, a non-corrupt world leadership, unfortunately. No, so. I just want them to uh, ratchet it. We need to ratchet it down 20, 30 years just to give us some some thinking time because yeah. population increases really is is a big problem too but the dutch have got that sorted as far as producing food is uh, concerned because they've got their greenhouse technology all sorted mm-hmm. oh i'll send is you it, a video of that is it the you, vertical farming are they like well they don't do as much as that as your um your brooklyn hipsters um, right are more, are more into that. <laughs> um because i think they feel as though yes we're sort of running out of We've got enough land. Like they, they sort of think, yeah, sure, put thing, things that grow on vines, put on vines. But yeah, they're, um, but anyway, look, you can make enough food if you want to make enough food. Mm-hmm. I was going to say something really interesting about COVID, but now I've forgotten it. Oh, well, look, maybe it'll come back to me. And you're still slaying on Twitter. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm at John Azalea on all the social medias. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I get on there. I might, I'm new to TikTok as well. I've posted a few videos up there. Um, it's, it, I feel exceptionally old on, on TikTok. I mean, it's... Nine seconds, kid. You get, yeah. You, can you get, get yourself across in uh, nine seconds? <laughs> oh, I guess, yeah. The, I, sometimes, uh, I just like to see people dancing around. What's, <laughs> the, what's the matter with that? Yeah, I know. It's fine. Like it, it's fun. Like I will say it's a little bit more positive than Twitter, which is like all negativity. TikTok's, you know, a lot more like animal videos and dancing. Sure. More so have you um exploited your dog for hits? <laughs> not, not not as much as I should. Um let me get grab him right now. Larry. Hey, Larry, hey. Here's Larry. Oh. Uh, um a terrier yeah well he's um uh, yeah jack russell terrier beagle yeah. mix all right yeah he's, so cute oh he he's comes great. he's actually animal. on the cover uh, you've seen the cover obviously but yeah this is yeah, the sure. uh he looks very the, uncomfortable there's the video there's larry and i'm holding him like a prayer candle there's my oh get him get him larry get some of that Get some of that purring in there. Yeah. What's yours name? Super Hands. Super Hands. It's the name of a character on a um, sitcom that we really enjoyed. Nice. Oh, Larry, he's so cute. He's got such kind eyes. Don't don't be fooled. I'll I'll get you. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I'm not going to go through your window. Not with Larry there. He's pretty everything's going pretty well you've not got covid you've got a, a ex-girlfriend a new wife mm-hmm. um a new larry uh, but the album if it's um if it's 10 percent as funny as the last one it's going to be very funny because oh, i really you. do think snake oil is one of the funniest comedy albums i've ever heard i mean as far as um laughs laughs per minute it's um it's really really good and midnight all is there any um is there any origin of the name it's really just a almost like a sequel to sure 
snake oil. I just wanted to like, why, why not stay within the oil space? There's a big uh, <laughs> you know, global warming. Oil is always profitable, right? <laughs> always cranking out. Uh, and <clears throat> yeah, I guess it might be like, I wouldn't say it's actually darker. The snake oil is pretty dark. Um, yeah, it was, it was just a excuse to keep the oil name. Um, there's no real like, there's a, a reference in one of my jokes to prayer candles, which is why I chose the prayer candle theme as the cover art. Um, so that's why, you know, it looks the way it does. And it also, I'm holding Larry in, in my first album, I'm holding my uh, previous dog, Petey. So it, there's a little continuation thematically, me holding a dog with the <laughs> album that has oil on it. And now you can actually burn, like I'm, I'm going to, the merchandise I'm going to make for Midnight Oil is actually putting a sticker of the album on prayer candles so you can burn the Midnight Oil. Isn't that cute? Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's I remember what my dumb thing was now. Look at that. That's fantastic. Yeah. So we're, we're excited. It's very about- striking cover art. It's good. It's hard to eat. You know, hard to know what to put on a comedian's cover. And at the end of the day, it's just a comedian's face, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. most comedians need more exposure. So it's yeah, good yeah, to just put your face yeah. on, on a thing. And um, But I remember what my dumb thing was. It was about recycling. What I basically wanted to is stop separating all the recycling and just get it. This is from probably knowing David Huntsberger for too long and just put it in a machine and then it sort of spits out furniture. Hmm. So it, it, it heats, compresses, just puts, makes all the rubbish into a um, uh, material X and then just makes furniture on the other end just magically. Look, it's I not mean, a good it, idea. I mean, I'm I, talking to a scientist. What is, so. what is a 3D printer if not that exact thing? Yeah, well, that's right. Well, this is exactly right. So, But... I just think separating all out the recycling and everything is just sometimes just a, w- a waste of time, particularly in smaller countries like Australia, because you know working really hard on recycling, and then there's America. <laughs> wonder, you know, why bother? Just why bother? Uh, well, yeah, we're not doing great. I know Are you're they? doing great, Are everyone. Lovely people. <laughs> Oh, whenever, whenever anyone tries to knock America, I always say lo- the nicest people, the nicest yeah. people you're ever going to meet. That's what I reckon. But John Azalea, thanks so much for joining. I'm uh, really looking forward to the album plopping. I've um, pre-ordered it, and um, I oh, hope yeah. tens of thousands of other people do too. Thanks so much. Yeah, the uh, the pre-order links. I, I the fun thing about the new <clears throat> internet is you can choose your ERL extension. So it's not just .com anymore. You can be like .golf or whatever. Uh, so the two URLs I bought <clears throat> to promote the album and pre-sales is uh, bible.recipes and uh, jokes.farm. So go to either of those websites and they'll take you right to the um, Apple Music pre-order. And then you can, it'll eventually change it to like the regular album homepage. But yeah. Find my album at Bible.recipes. <laughs> That's not a sentence you're going to hear very often. Thanks so much, John Azalei. Thanks so much, Dan.